bright light said it gonna set my soul gonna set my soul on fire got a whole lot of money that's ready to burn so get those stakes up higher everybody let's get this thing to you <laughs> hey Deweese how are you good how are you I'm good that was an awesome intro yeah 
that's pretty much been our week so far that we've what we've done um trying to take pictures of our experiences sorry i'm choking on some water <clears throat> and uh wanted to um we're trying to get uh angela on here also she thought she was just going to stay in the in the chat area but anyway cupcake krista how are you i'm good how are you good so what's your weather like this week i bet you i can be close to yours um it's beautiful it's perfect yeah uh, 80s high 80s very windy no, no flying um right. but definitely enjoying it no flying for your husband though huh no Okay. Luis, <laughs> any flying yet for you? No, not yet. Got to have an MRI no. on my thumb. Yeah. Okay. No. When not is yet. that scheduled for? Uh, the 5th of April. Okay. Well, we know, we know I'll be thinking of you for that. Oh, thank you. Thank you. All right. So we've got a special guest again. We've got uh, another skydiver, and we're going to welcome Elizabeth in. Hi. Hello there, Liz. Hi. Hi. Hello. All right. So that was our kind of our crazy vacation so far that um, in that first part of that intro of all the things that my husband and I have been doing this week so far. So I'm going to join in our other special host, um, Angela. Angela. Hello. Elizabeth, she you're beautiful. Oh, thank you. <laughs> So she did a lot of homework on you, and she's got lots of questions. She's all excited about helping out on the show, and I'm thankful that you know she's been putting up with us this week and helping us out. So, all right. Well, who has some questions for Liz? Who wants to start? I'll ask her. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. How long have you been skydiving? So this will be my fifth season. What does season mean? Um, fifth year. I say season because I live in Missouri and I, it, you know, I really don't jump all year. Oh, okay. Too, but yeah. thank you. So, okay. Right. Um, I have a question. Um, I, I saw on your Facebook page that you are a sea licensed skydiver. Can yes. you explain what that means? Yes, um, it takes 200 jumps to get a C license, and it just means that you're a little bit more accurate. There are some places you can go that you have to have a C license to jump there, you know, for beach landings or whatever. Um, you're just a little bit more experienced. So an A license is 25 jumps. A B license is 50 jumps. It means you've had some water training. And then you go on to see and a D license, I believe, might be 500. Okay. okay. So. Angie, do you got any questions? Well, what is your what is your goal? Do you want to just keep going and go to the D license? Oh, definitely. I never want to stop skydiving. I um I never wanted to skydive is the thing. I'm not someone that said I'm gonna go skydiving today. So I, had, I had a girlfriend and she was facing some tough times ahead and she wanted to jump from an airplane. And so I said, I will go with you, you know, in support of her and 
times that she was going through. And so um, I had woke up on a Sunday morning and I saw on Facebook that, that she was going. So I, I told my husband, like, I have to go with her. And I happened to call out to the place that she was going, Falcon Skydiving in Kansas City. And they yes. happened to have one slot left for a tandem skydive at the same time she was jumping. And so I surprised her and called her and let her know I was going. And I went. And honestly, it sounded like a good idea. It all sounded like fun and games. But I honestly thought this was a nice, fun show and like it was probably never going to happen. And, you know, I remember walking to the airplane and I was with my uh, tandem instructor, Will, and I was like, who is going first? And he was like, I don't know. Do you want to go first? And I said, if we don't, I may not go. <laughs> so that's all it took. I mean, that that one jump. And I mean, I was hooked. I think she's done two skydives and I, I'm like maybe 342. Um, I just, I fell in love with the sport. My husband was there with me, um, for my first tandem and he hadn't gone. I was on such an adrenaline high. I had a hangover for like three days. I felt like I drank all the tequila. <laughs> and as soon as I felt better, we called back out and booked uh, 10 of us to do another tandem. And, you know. I, we, my husband, I, and our friend Mark signed up for training right after that. It was my second jump and my husband's first. So, yeah, they they asked you at the end of the tandem, like, would you do this again? And you're like, yeah. And they're like, will you go by yourself? Hello. You know, the first time I was like, no. So that was my question is your husband jumps then also now does is he continuing? Yes. Okay. So Bill H in the chat has a question um does she know glider sports? I have not jumped at glider sports. Um I would like to jump at glider sports. I probably will sometime this year. If I want to do a few more jumps here in the area. Um honestly, I'm local I'm a hairstylist and I believe in loyalty. I love Falcon skydiving where I took my training. Um, and I know they keep me safe. I trust the pilot. I'm like a safety skydiver. Um, I just honestly want to keep supporting Falcon because they've given so much to me. Okay. Um, I've heard, I've heard great things about glider sports and I probably will get out there this year um and do a jump there i've got friends that jump there often but nice. i just okay i'll ask one more question off the chat and then we'll continue around mad sloper is asking do you have to get a check ride after taking off several months from skydiving um yeah depending on your license you may have to do a recurrency jump yeah, I think I think mine with a C license, and I also have a coach rating. I think that I only have to jump once every 180 days to stay current. So okay, okay. Krista. So every time she says something, I have like a million questions going on in my brain. So what is um, <laughs> the water? You said any active in water. What does that mean for the water training? Was yeah. that your question? You, you are a, a C license, right? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. So then move on. You said it has to have water. Training. A B license it comes before. It's just part of the B license training. You have to have water training. Um, I did mine in a pool. Um, you just harness up. It just okay. means that that you'll be safe to land in water. So the thing about water training is you have to undo your chest strap and be you just do a regular landing like in the water, but you have to be ready to swim out of your rig. Your rig actually turns into a flotation device in case of emergency, you have an off landing and you land in water. Like I jump a mile from the Missouri River. So if we have a bad spot and I'm not having my head on straight, I could I could probably land, you know, in water. Sometimes there just may be no avoiding it. They just want to know that you're able to get out safe if you do have a water landing. All right. Thank you. Very informative. <laughs> Who's next? Hey, we got a tornado warning here, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go on mute for a minute. Okay. Okay. Angela, do you have one? Okay, so here's my question. Elizabeth, in your words, what does a free fall actually feel like? Bliss. <laughs> Bliss. It is so beautiful. Um, honestly, everybody thinks, you know, a free fall skydive is just adrenaline and a rush, which it definitely is. But there's just so much more to it. It's beautiful. If you're not looking straight down at the ground, watching things get bigger. I mean, if you look around on clear day, you can see for a 60 mile radius. Um, I am a belly jumper. I mostly do like formation skydives. I don't really like to do solos. Um, so there is an agenda on every free fall. So we're trying to hook up together and, you know, make shapes or whatever. I think every free fall feels too short, in my words. Because you like nothing but Yeah. It's just freedom. It feels like freedom. Dewey's, wow. why, are you, why aren't you in the basement? It's okay. We don't have a basement. <laughs> we don't have basements here. <laughs> All right. I'll ask uh, the next one. Mad Sloper is asking, what are some of the places that you jump jumped and what's the highest jump oh so normally we jump at fourteen thousand feet the highest i've jumped from is eighteen thousand. we did that Ooh. in lake wales florida um in january i've jumped um in tennessee in the smoky mountains um north carolina we jumped at skydive coastal carolina piedmont skydiving and then Every year after Christmas around New Year's, we go down to Florida and I like to jump at Sebastian and Zephyr Hills. Uh, we jumped at Lake Wales this year and they were great to us. I'd so like to jump more, everywhere. Yeah. One more <laughs> question. At 14,000 feet and 18,000 feet, what, how long does it take once you jump out of the plane till you, till you land? Well, so you, well, you have a minute of free fall. So 14,000 feet is about three miles up. Um, so I have about 60 seconds, which is about two miles of free fall. Okay. And depending on where I deploy the parachute, I usually try to deploy by 4,500 feet. 
Um, my parachute could take up to a thousand feet to open. Pretty much the new parachutes open slowly. Um, and my hard deck, my decision altitude is always 2,500 feet. So if I open at 45 and I'm under canopy by 35, I've got about a thousand feet normally before I have, I would have to make a decision if I'm to have a malfunction or something like that. Thank you. Okay. All right. Who's next? Me. I have two things. <laughs> um, first, I want to ask Jade if you saw her video where she jumped out of the plane with a flamingo. <gasps> no. Yeah. Well, the reason plane, that. There's some flamingos. <laughs> Flamingos in yeah. a plane? Yeah, inside oh, yeah. Plane on the roof. Yeah. Oh. You'll have yeah. to go back and watch that one. It was I guess. Cool. Yeah. That was neat. And the other thing is, is does anybody in your family skydive? No. Does your husband no, skydive? No. I had an uncle that was a paratrooper. Um, he has passed away, um, but he was a super duper paratrooper. And my, my father was airborne in the army, but he was a ground soldier. But no, they, my family doesn't really um, <laughs> love the fact that I skydive, especially my mother. <laughs> I have an aunt, honestly, I have an aunt, my mom's sister that did a few skydives and she wound up getting her arm caught up in the ripcord years ago and had some surgery and pins. And so my whole family is pretty scared of the sport due to, due to that. And just, it's a little risky. <laughs> so. All right. Angie. Do you have anyone in the sport that inspires you? Like that inspires me? Yes. Yes. Almost everyone in the sport inspires me in some way, shape or form. You know, when I did that first tandem at Falcon, I watched, there were um, a few soloists on the plane that sat at the door ahead of us. And there was a girl, her name is Lindsay White, and she is my rigger. And she inspired me so much. She's this tiny little thing. And I watched her jump out, you know, training a couple of guys. And I watched her just go out of the plane with so much courage and stuff. And I just remember thinking, like, I want to be her when I grow up. And she's, she's taught me so much about the sport. Um, I've met so many wonderful women in the sport. The men inspire me, too. But the women, I mean, I'm all about the, <laughs> the badass little ladies, excuse my French, that, you know, put on a helmet and throw on a rig and jump from an airplane. It's just... It's awesome. It's awesome. Yep. I, I feel so awesome. blessed. Yeah. All right. They got to be badasses because I ain't jumping from no airplane. Bill <laughs> <laughs> uh, so H says, uh, What do you think about paramotors? Have you been induced to paramotors? Um, I honestly have never been on one. I have seen some. I had um, a chance to get on one when I was out at Piedmont skydiving. They had, I'm sorry, it was at Lake Wales in Florida. They had paramotorists there right in the area. And at sunset, uh, I had a guy always offering to take me up, but I also had the chance to do that sunset skydive. And so I just choose skydiving every time I want to get that one more jump. <laughs> Where were you in Lake Wales? Uh, at Jump Florida Skydiving. Oh. 
Is that like Florida Skydiving Center in Lake Wales, Florida? Okay. You know where that is, Krista? Well, I'm thinking where Aviators is, Jade. You've been oh, okay. there. Yeah. The skydive. Yeah. That's yeah, where we got sent. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Will Fly is asking, how many tandem jumps before you went solo? Um, I did two tandems before my first solo. Okay. And I've done more, I've done more tandems. A lot of people make fun of me say I'm the only licensed skydiver they know that will do a tandem. But you know, as a student, when the winds were over 12 miles an hour and I wasn't able to jump, sitting out there at the drop zone on the ground and watching everyone go up was not fun for me. So I would pay for a tandem. <laughs> so I would be able to go up and, and then they'd let me steer or whatever, but. Nice. All yeah. right, I'll ask one more. Steve Clark from Wisconsin is also asking, is packing your own chute part of training? Absolutely, it sure is. You have to um, jump one of your own pack jobs to get a license to get your A license. Um, I did not pack, I paid for pack jobs um, even after being trained on it for a long time. I am packing my own chute now, but I just, honestly, I was a lazy skydiver and I figured let the pros do it. I'm supporting my <laughs> local packers here. So but I think it's import important to know your gear and know how to pack for sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, Will Fly's got a good question. Does one minute of free fall feel like a regular minute? No, it's way too short. <laughs> um, it goes by super fast. <laughs> a bit. And Bill H said he knew he wanted to fly a paramotor after my one and only skydive. He, <laughs> he liked the canopy ride. Yeah. All right. Angie, you got any questions? Hang on. I put you on mute. Hang on. Okay, go ahead. I'm curious, Elizabeth, have you done form formations? Yes. Yeah. I um we do a lot of formation skydives. Okay. Falcon, we, we, have you ever been to a, uh, a fly-in for skydiving, a boogie? Yes, in Zephyr Hills and Sebastian. Very cool. Yeah, definitely. Right. My, I think my first uh, boogie was Zephyr Hills a couple of years back, maybe three years back. And I was barely at 100 jumps. And I know flying with... 30 canopies, they were sending up three planes at a time. Um, so there would be like upwards of 30 canopies in the air at once. And it was overwhelming. Um, oh I, I battle insecurity a lot. Skydiving has really helped me overcome that. Um, I always think I'm not good enough or doing a good enough job. And I didn't know that I would be able to jump with all those people. But, you know, going to that first boogie and just, you know, landing up front with the big big guys and stuff. It really, it really helped my confidence level. And, and I came a long way after that first, first buggy. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Super awesome. Krista. Do you um, inspect your own canopy? 
I do not inspect my own canopy. I mean, I do a little bit when I'm packing, but uh, I have to have my reserve repacked every 180 days and my rigger does a good full inspection of my canopy and stuff at, with every pack job that's part of the USPA regulations, so. All right. Angie Drum is in here now and she's asking, what's been your pinnacle jump so far? I mean, I've done so many jumps. I I love, we did a Mr. Potato Head skydive, uh, one jump for a buddy's, I think it was his 100th skydive. And there were 12 of us on the plane and he jumped out with Mr. Potato Head and we all had pieces, you know, and we flew up and you can put the piece wherever you want. And then we take pictures of it when we land to see what it looks like. That was fun. I did uh, at Sebastian, I was able to do a helicopter jump um, and we jumped out of a Casa at a boogie down there in Sebastian. And I, I, I would love to do a hot air balloon jump one day. I haven't done that. That's next on the list. Jade knows hot air balloon. Yep. <laughs> Have you always been an air devil? No. I, I think I had like a midlife crisis. <laughs> I decided I was going to uh, ride a Harley Davidson. So I went out and I took a rolling wheels motorcycle course and I got my motorcycle endorsement. I passed the test. I bought myself a Sportster and my husband lowered it all the way to the ground for me. And I rode it like twice. I was terrified of it. And I ended up selling my motorcycle to buy my gear. Um, for skydiving. So I have a lot of friends that are lady riders and they will not let me live it down that I will jump from an airplane, but I won't ride the motorcycle. <laughs> I just, I don't know if I gave up too soon or it's just not for me, but I don't feel like there's too many other people up there texting and going to take me out in free fall, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's true. <laughs> Clark's video wants to know if you've ever tried putting on a wingsuit. No, I bought my husband one a couple of years ago for Christmas, and he's about to take wingsuit training um, this summer with Kevin at our drop zone. But I, for me, I'm 51 years old, and skydiving, just regular jumping out of the plane in my, in my jumpsuit is enough for me. I feel like there's so much that can go wrong in a wingsuit, and I'm just not ready yet. Maybe someday. Not today. All right. Angie, you got another question? Do you have plans to go into becoming an, uh, a master, jump master or an instructor? Yes. I mean, I would love to. That's always a goal. I uh, achieved my coach rating a couple of seasons ago, and that's the first step in, um, you know, instructional jumping. So I haven't done a lot of coach jumps. We have a lot of brand new licensed skydivers and young skydivers at Falcon, so I hope to get out there really soon if this weather would straighten up and be able to jump with some newer skydivers and practice my coach stuff. So, but yeah, 500, I mean, I'm at 342, so it takes 500 to become an AFFI. So, um, but yeah, I definitely would love to do that. Are you a member of the UPA? Yes. Awesome. Yes. Angie, if you want to ask Tony's. What's his question? 
I'm there sorry. I can ask Paul's question. Ever roll a oh, two sorry. I never rolled a tube out of a tailgate. <laughs> I have jumped out of a plane with a tailgate and I've done a tube exit out of an otter down in Sebastian. That was fun. Okay, explain, explain what that, that is. Yeah. So, <laughs> a tube exit it was a six-way um, exit. So the otter has a really big door. And so two of us girls sat in the door and two guys stand over us and then two guys stand behind them and we all link together and we roll out in a big they call it a tube exit and all six of us are linked together and just tumble out the door that was probably one of the funnest exits i've ever done (laughs) no tony's asking have you ever done a horny gorilla yeah no (laughs) what is that So I think the horny gorilla is where the two skydivers lock their legs together and then lean back and beat on their chests. Oh. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. Tell us a little bit about yourself personally. I know you're going through a little bit of hard times right now with um, your back, right? Yeah, so I've been having back issues um, my whole life, honestly, but I just started recently seeing a new chiropractor that wanted to take some x-rays, and I found out that, so my my L5 just above my tailbone is actually cracked and separated, and that vertebrae has just slipped way forward, Um, so they would, the only, they'd like to do rods and screws to fix it. Um, that's really the only fix for it. Um, I, I'm, I'm a runner. I like to run. That's how I like to meditate. And you know, that's where I talk to God. And there's no more running in my future. Um, the good thing about the good news is I don't have to stop skydiving. I know it, that sounds crazy. Um, but the surgeon said I'm at no more risk than anyone else. You know, I'm at risk because I skydive, but am I at any more risk of, you know, really becoming paralyzed or something like that than any other skydiver? No. So eventually it could be tomorrow or it could be never that I have to have surgery. But for now, are I'm you just, doing are you doing physical therapy for it? I'm doing a little stretching and stuff like that. There's a mostly it's just core exercises to keep to keep those muscles going to hold the spine in place um swimming would be my best bet but i do a lot of like you know reverse arching over a yoga ball stuff like that but krista oh i'm sorry i have a question in my brain uh so oh wait tell us about your name how'd you your name the sky kitty yeah so my husband my husband bought me uh, ears for my motorcycle helmet, the motorcycle that I didn't ride for very long. But there are helmet <laughs> upgrades, and they're just these ears that stick on with 3M tape. And, you know, after about 50 jumps, he's like, here, put these on your skydiving helmet. And I was like, put them on yours. <laughs> but everyone loves the ears. They're just so cute. I have to show you up close. So... Oh, that's cute. 
Yeah. <laughs> they so are cute. It is really so cute in free fall. I need to find another jumper that wants to wear some so we can have a cat fight in free fall. <laughs> I need some of those for my paramedic helmet. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they're super vented, so there's really no drag. I thought they might break my neck, but they're vented and they're Cute. Oh, cool. But, yeah, like they've those. been a big hit. So, and they've stayed on, so. Very cool. Very distinguished. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Um, any scary, really scary moments for you? So, I, I had a heart opening um, once. I, when I deployed my parachute, I just had instant canopy at it opened so fast it actually ejected this helmet off of my head at 4,500 feet. It fell down um, to the ground. It, the helmet has a crack in it. Oh, wow. Uh, but the wow. GoPro was on it and recorded all the way down. So there's actually <laughs> video footage of it spinning out of control to the ground. But I ended up with a concussion from that. So the helmet straps tight under the chin. And it was just ejected off my head with so much force. I know uh, when I looked up and saw my canopy that there was no hole in it, I was shocked. And I thought when I touched my face, I was going to just reach up and touch teeth because it felt like it just pulled the whole front of my face off. Wow. But it was fine. I ended up with whiplash and a concussion from that. And... Um, I definitely slow down packing my parachute now. I that's I start packing my own parachute. Just so much can go wrong, and that, you know that's a big reason I I did learn to pack and start learning to packing, um, because you know it's it's my responsibility. My safety is my responsibility, and I shouldn't put that off on someone else. So that was also a, a good learning experience for me that helped me grow as a skydiver and just as a human being, really. Okay. Have you ever had to do a cutaway? I'm gonna knock on wood. <laughs> Not yet, <laughs> I haven't haven't had a reserve ride yet. Okay. And I know I will, if I continue to jump, it's not if, it's when. So, you know, I just practice my emergency procedures every, you know, every jump work out that muscle memory. So I'll be ready to do it when the time comes, even under a great deal of stress, it'll all be there. Yeah. So my husband had a cutaway uh, this year while we were on vacation in Florida. And I know I was, you know, flying and I saw his canopy just floating down by itself. And I saw a white canopy behind that. And I knew most of the time the reserve canopies are, are white. And so I knew it was my husband that had the cutaway. And I was torn between, do I fly around and land with his canopy because they're so expensive so we can recover it? Or do I go land and check on my husband? And I opted to go land next to my husband and check on him. I did watch where the canopy landed and he was fine. He just, he had had a heart opening and broke his steering line. So he had chosen to cut away his mane. But when they did go recover the main. They had to go over some fences. So a guy went on a motorized bicycle to get the canopy. And when he came back, I guess he was just covered in mud. And my husband says, like, how did you get so muddy? Because he was only gone two minutes. 
And he said, well, he only had to drive through one gator pond. <laughs> so I knew for sure <laughs> that I made the right decision by not landing with that canopy. <laughs> oh, no. so, yeah. So Angie's asking, did you snap any lines in that? No lines snapped. The canopy was totally fine. I actually landed it fine and um, went home that day and I came back the very next day and did a jump because my fear monster was so large. I knew if I didn't get right back on the horse and go back up and jump that I may not continue. Then I think I took about three or four months off, um, you know, with the concussion. I had a pretty good rattle to my brain, but. Right. Paul Morzano wants to know what what canopy do you jump? I um jump a pilot one forty. Okay. Angie, I want to hear about your uh, skydiving community there in Kansas City. Is that mm -hmm. your drop zone? Is yes. Well, Kansas City, Missouri, right? Am I yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah, we're on the Missouri side. Yep. Okay, so what's the, is it a large community of skydivers? Uh, we have a fairly large community of skydivers with um, several women that jump at our drop zone. That's awesome. So, yeah, just such a wide variety of people. And we have doctors. One of the girls I jump with is a nurse practitioner. There's just all walks of life in the skydiving community. And the really neat thing about it is once you walk into the hangar, you know, everyone is equal. And I've just learned so much from, you know, doctors and chiropractors, nurse practitioners, you know, to the bartenders that jump there, too. It's just really cool. Really cool. Our drop zone owner is the best. Um, they do a lot of tandems at Falcon, and he's always getting us on a load somewhere, somehow, if we're sitting out there. So not a lot of uh, Huh? I said not a lot, a lot of care waiting for you. Are there a lot of what? Call that then? Hang you on, we're echoing. Oh, sorry. I said not a lot of para waiting in between for your jumps. Yeah, some sometimes it just depends on how busy. We have a King Air, and it gets to altitude pretty quick. But we fly one plane out there, and they do a lot of tandems. They're really busy, especially spring and summer. So, That's All right. Tony's yeah. asking a question. I'm not understanding what this means, but this is going back to when your helmet came off. He's asking, did you roll your nose too tight? Yeah, I don't know exactly what the problem is. I don't think the slider was in place. Um, judging by the video, it looks like the slider probably wasn't quartered, and I just had instant canopy. Okay. And then did we ask this question, what canopy do you jump? Yeah, I jump a one? pilot 140. Okay. Um, I'm just trying to catch up on questions. Um, Foxy Paramotor Girl, what would be your description of the feeling that you get when you are skydiving? And has any other hobby come close to that for you? Uh, nothing has come close to skydiving. You know, I feel like, like I said, you know, I, I'd never really wanted to skydive. And by stepping out of myself and doing something selfless for someone else, I was blessed with a passion, you know, that lives so deep inside me. Really, it never even there. Um, 
there's there's nothing that's come close to skydiving for me it it makes me that's it's what i breathe for every breath ever since that first jump i just feel like i really noticed gravity more <laughs> you know when i was on the ground after that first jump i just really wanted to be up there um you are there's no other feeling quite like flying your body you know like a bird and i just i absolutely love skydiving it just it feels like freedom it makes me feel closer to god i just you know i have um changed a lot in in 10 years you know i i'm 51 years old and i had a real bad problem with alcohol in the past and i was pretty much a reckless party girl and i did a lot of crazy things out there and um i'll have 10 years sober next month and you know i just feel like that that is also one of the gifts of sobriety that god has given me the chance to skydive and skydive successfully and he's keeping me safe um and as long as i keep my head on straight and just keep doing the next right thing in life he's going to continue to bless me and it's just going to get better you know i was really worried with my diagnosis with my back that they were that maybe door was going to be shut and never be opened again and uh, you know thinking about it i thought if god's going to take skydiving from me there's something way better coming you know and i'm like i should start buying lottery tickets today but you know that's really not <laughs> what happened when i went to the doctor um you know it's just you got to be safe you got to be sharp to be a skydiver you can't be messed up your head's got to be in the right place and it's just a sport that I, I just love the sport. It just gives me so much. It's done stuff for me. Like I said, my confidence level is high. It's helped me a lot professionally. I'm a hairstylist. You know, I work at one of the top blonding salons in Kansas City, Studio 39. And um, it's I've just progressed. My whole life has progressed in the last five years. And That's it's, good. You know, ever since I started skydiving. Nice. nice. That's yeah. awesome. Congratulations. It is on your so awesome. Oh, yeah, thank you awesome. so much. Thank you so much. It's definitely a gift. It's nothing I've done. It's I'm allowed to stay sober every day I wake up and it's it's great. I'm very grateful for my sobriety. Keep being strong. All right, Krista. So your friend that you skydived for the first time? Where is she at now? Is she uh, she's here. She's still here in Kansas City. She's done a second skydive, a second tandem. She hooked you and she jumped out. <laughs> you know, for most people, I would say it's a bucket list yes. item. You know, most people just want to skydive once and, and cross it off. But, you know, like I said, I, I have a very addictive personality and this sport grabbed me. I just, I love it. Sounds like it. All right, Louise. Um, Clark's video would like to know how fast are you going through the air when you jump? Oh, maybe about 125 <clears throat> miles an hour in free fall is about my approximate fall rate. All right. Um, I'll ask. Uh, Travis is asking, did you explain an heart, a hard opening? Um, if you did, he missed it. Aren't they all a little violent? Yeah, 
Yes. So you've not, you don't really want to have a hard opening. That's not the, not the goal. That's why there's ways to fold the canopy and a quarter of the slider. So that slider catches air. And as that, it's just a rectangle piece of fabric and it catches the air as the canopy unfolds. It gives the canopy time to unfold and fill up with air so that everything's nice, soft and smooth. I think that my slider wasn't in place um, for that opening. There's other reasons you can have hard openings too. I don't, luckily I, I don't have a lot of them, but usually a hard opening is the way you're, you've packed your chute. Body position can also cause that, I think. Oh, okay. Angela? Yes. Oh, uh, my question I wanted to ask was what was her worst and best jumps? Uh, I'd say the worst jump was that hard opening just because, right. you know, of the fear factor. Um, you know, when I very first started jumping solo, my first 50 jumps, well, first of all, I'm a, I'm a slow learner and <laughs> it took me about 50 jumps to learn to stand at my landings. Um, and I was terrified with, you know, my first two tandems weren't bad, but you know, once you decide you're going to go solo and land your own canopy, my my focus was always on the landing. And, you know, skydiving will really teach you to be mindful in the moment because upon the exit, you cannot be thinking about the landing or you're probably going to have a bad exit and tumble, you know, and you can get out of control into a violent spin as a new skydiver when you haven't perfected your body position, etc. And, you know, that that's happened to me before. Um some of the best jumps I've had that Mr. Potato Head dive, we've done hula hoop dives. Um, I did get an eight-way star crust award from the USPA. We did an eight-way unlinked exit and we're able to hold our formation for an amount of time to get that award. And there was video and that feels pretty cool too. To, I have a star crust award on my wall. <laughs> um when people get their, you know, milestone jumps, their hundred jumps, they do undie hundies. And I did an underwear jump in my buddy's boxer briefs. And we <laughs> had a kind of long spot and I was scared to death. I was going to be walking down the road with my canopy and men's underwear, but I made it back. I didn't think I was going to be able to make it back, but I did. But there's been a lot of fun ones. We, you know, we jumped the Casa at the boogie and it's the, ramp opening they say that's the way skydivers are born they just all <laughs> shoot out like little baby whales but <laughs> i don't think i've done my best jump yet so i'm still going to keep looking for it it would have been fun if you went calm way off somewhere not in your lc on somebody else's underwear yes i know <laughs> how would i explain <laughs> all right krista so have you gone to the flying in Wisconsin? What fly-ins have you gone to? How about that? Um, just down in Florida. I've been to the boogies in Zephyr Hills and Sebastian. Okay. And these are all by us, by the way. So we've been to all of them. All right. Tony Marzano is asking, what gear do you have? A container and wing, and do you use an AAD? I do use an AAD. Um, I have a Vortex. My uh, rig is a Vortex. I bought it um, with less than 10 jumps on it. 
the Pilot 140 I bought brand new. That was my second canopy. The first one I bought, um, I think I jumped to 170 first as my own. I bought a used canopy. I knew I would want to down downsize as I progressed. So I'm pretty close to uh, one to one wing loading, maybe 0.9. I may be a little light still. I could probably jump a bit smaller canopy. Okay, I'm going to ask. Um, do we? Someone ask a couple more. Mad Sloper is asking, how many jumps in a day do you do on average? Um, on a nice day, if I get there early and I stay late, I can do four, five, six. I think six is the max jumps I've done myself in one day. Wow. Okay. Um, I lost it. Please go. <laughs> Can I ask a quick question? Yeah. So, Elizabeth, if you had a chance to go on a paramotor tandem, would you? Definitely. Definitely. Ooh. In a second. For awesome. sure. Yeah, I definitely will. I want to. I know I want to do that. All right. Do we just go for it? Oh, hang on. You're in mute. Gotcha. What was your inspiration to go on your very first jump? I know it was your friend, but why was the very basic reason you wanted to go? I just wanted to than, support her. That was it? That was it. I didn't want to <laughs> skydive. My husband said he bet, bet everybody money that I would come back with the pilot. <laughs> he did not think I would go out the door. <laughs> so there's a question in here. Um, people are asking, where can we find you on social media? Are you on like YouTube at all? Uh, I'm not on YouTube. I'm on Facebook um, under Elizabeth Ann. I do have Instagram as well. I don't, I'm not very techie and I don't even know what my Instagram is. I can find it and post it on my Facebook page. Okay. Tony's also asking, isn't it hard to be around skydivers when they're, they have the reputation of being partiers? How do you, oh, no. How do you, no, I, it's a choice I make for myself personally. Um, you know, skydivers aren't drinking and partying during the day. And if they are, those are, those are not the people I want to be jumping with, Definitely. you know, um, after the last jump at sunset, when the beer light goes on, people do have beer and I just continue with my water. That is a personal decision that I've made for myself. I'm definitely not offended or anything around drinking. It's, it's, I just, I, I can't, I lose control. It's yeah. no one's fault but mine. Clark's, Clark's video said that he's very happy for you that his mom died of alcoholism at age 42. Oh, I'm sorry. So sorry. Yeah. yeah, it could be me. It could have been me by now. You know, the rate I was going, I didn't think I'd live to see 51 and be doing as good as I am at, at this age. I mean, I'm jumping from aircraft and that would never be happening if I was still, you know, slugging it down. All right. This is a question that I was also thinking. Mad Slippers asking, what does it cost for a canopy and a pack? Um, it just really depends on what you want to buy. I mean, I think I spent about three or 4,000, uh, to set up my whole first rig to have everything to jump 
and my husband probably spent double that. I feel like it's a semi-expensive sport to get into, you know, to buy all your gear and to pay for your training and stuff like that. But once you get into it and you're licensed, I mean, I can go anywhere and, you know, anywhere and jump for 25 to $35 for a lift ticket. So it becomes very affordable in, in my opinion. That's the, the plane ride to go up then? That's 20 or $30? Yes. Oh, mm -hmm. Okay. I was thinking it was going to be a lot more. So what's the cost, the cost to, to pack now? Uh, pack jobs, I think, are around $10. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Plus two. So, Jade, are you going to skydive? Uh, uh, there's... I can't hear you. I can't hear you. <laughs> Maybe if I was 20 all over again, I felt like I was invincible back then, but no. I definitely know I'm not. It's way more that, fun than If we get that plane with the flamingos on top, will you jump? I'll go off the plane, maybe, with the flamingos. Yeah. What's your... Top place to jump out of, Elizabeth. I mean, I loved Sebastian. So far, I think my favorite place to jump has been Sebastian just because the beach view. You know, it was so beautiful. There are so many places I want to go. I really want to do a hot air balloon jump in the desert. And, you know, Belize, that blue hole jump is, is a goal. And I'm hearing there may be a Belize boogie next year. So, Ooh, okay. Maybe. Okay, here's a good question. Seriously, what's the difference between a good jump and a bad jump? I mean, a good jump is any jump that you land safely, you walk away from. I mean, but can you have a bad jump and still survive? I mean, yeah, I guess break an ankle or something or maybe not hurt yourself. Are you, is there still a... I mean I mean, I don't think I've ever had a, I haven't had a bad enough jump that's made me not want to jump. You know, the heart opening I have had was scary enough feeling like I lost my whole face. You know, that initial feeling when the helmet came off. I knew if I didn't get back in the air that I may not do it. I was a little rattled and shook up, but. So is it, you're doing 150 miles an hour, 200 miles an hour going down. Do you guys have like a covering, kind of like the motorcycles, you know, so the wind doesn't blow up under your helmet, so it's not making all that noise? Do you wear ear earplugs too, or what do you um, guys do? No earplugs. Uh, the helmets are pretty insulated. Some of the new helmets they have are actually crash rated and very quiet. Um, I do wear one of those huffs. I pull it up over mostly to protect my hair because the little hairs on the back of your nape get so tangled. It hurts, oh, yeah. you know, to comb it out. But um, yeah, I do. Like, if it's if it's cool outside, you know, we layer up. I wear Under Armour base layer, the 3.0, and a couple pair of leggings and a jumpsuit. And you can pretty much jump in anything. Cover your neck, wear your helmet, and you know, protect your hands. That's really important to keep the hands warm. You have to be able to feel that pilot chute to deploy. Okay. Angie Drum wants to know if you've done any night jumps yet. Oh my I, God. What is that? Shelly so, look, looks amazing and totally uh, want to do the pyramids boogie. I, yeah, I would love to do the pyramids boogie. 
Um, I have had LASIK surgery and my night vision with depth perception is just not where it should be for night jumps. I have been up on a night jump, but I do, it's not safe for me. I don't feel comfortable and confident jumping at night. I feel like I can't get my depth perception down flying lower to the ground on a paramotor. And I didn't mm -hmm. have LASIK surgery. <laughs> yeah, well, during the day, like I said, it took me 50 jumps to be able to learn to stand it up, which you have to, you know, start start your flare at like 10 feet off the ground. And I just could not judge where that was. Now I have the feeling of it. I can see it, you know, through experience. But yeah, it takes it takes a bit. You can see a lot better at night than you'd think. Um, they do a lot of night jumps when there's like a full moon or, or better lighting. I bet that would be pretty. It is beautiful. So my husband is saying that she, he, he, you need to come back on the show, that you're an inspiration for many reasons. Oh, thank you. Anytime. Um, Angie also says you're an incredible mentor for certain. Oh, she's sweet. <laughs> so do you have anything else that you want to share with us? I mean, any of your experiences that you've had? I mean, I not really. I just, you know, skydiving, the skydiving community is, it's the first real group of people that I felt were always out for my safety and for the betterness of my safety and well-being, no matter what, from stranger, you know, it had, you know, I've met people like that through uh, sobriety too, but it's just, it's such a blessing to me, you know, to be around people that are just selfless down to earth and they, all they want to do is give you a gear check just to make sure you're going to come back. You know, it's pretty cool. And wherever you go, wherever you go, you know, you're at home when you walk in a drop zone. So, right. Right. yeah. Angie, do you want to ask this? Um, Paul said, don't you need to do a night jump to get the D license? Uh, maybe I don't, I don't have a D license and I haven't really studied up on what it entails. I've done one night jump. I just don't, uh, do night jumps because I can't, I can't see. Right. I just also want to have beautiful highlights. Of <laughs> oh, thank you. I have a really good hairstylist. <laughs> Krista, do you have any questions? She is a <laughs> Head mouth issues here. Sorry, no, you're amazing. Um, I loved it. Very educational. Um, we do live in Florida. Uh, awesome. My husband actually flies out of Sebastian. It's one of his main places. We're 45 minutes from there. We camp at Lake Wales. So and South awesome. Hill. Yeah. So anytime you're around, just uh, hit us up. We'd love to see you. Awesome. That sounds good. We come every year, like, uh, between Christmas and New Year. So we'll be down <laughs> We got one December. question left in the chat. Um, Clark videos. He says, how many other skydivers are with you in the plane usually? And, I, and at King Air, usually it's about 12 of us. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, let's see. Guess what? You made it an hour. And you didn't think you were going to survive. I did not. 
wasn't bad, was it? No, it was great. I'm really glad I did this. So thanks for having yeah, me. And we are too. We are very thankful for your experience and your life experiences that you've gone through. So, so you yeah, said that you're on Facebook. You're on I Facebook. I am on Facebook. Not on YouTube. Yes. Are you on Instagram or anything like that? I am on Instagram. I might be Liz.Doss on Instagram. I'm not sure. I'm not techie and I don't I don't do Instagram as much as some other people. Okay. I'll put it on my Facebook page if you'd like. I can sure. do that. I can look it up and put it on Facebook. Yeah, and you might have some new friend requests after tonight. Um, good. Let's see. Uh, Deweese, where can we find you on social media? Uh, YouTube under Deweese Milstead. Facebook, Deweese Milstead. Uh, TikTok, Weezy RN. Um, I can't think of anything else right now. We're under Tornado warning. Another one? Another one. She doesn't have a basement. Okay, get in no the ba northeast corner. No basement. Northeast corner of your house. <laughs> <laughs> Angela, where can find you on social media? <laughs> Me? Yeah. Facebook. Facebook, Facebook, Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> oh, Facebook. <laughs> All right. And then Krista's off, and you can find her on Facebook also. And um, you can find me at uh, Facebook at Jade Lear. So if you're a female that's listening and either knows uh, another female that is getting into the sky or falling out of the sky um, and wants to <laughs> participate and tell your story, please um, reach out to one of us. You can reach me also at um, paramotorgirl.com. And um, let's see, Instagram, Flying Flamingo Jade. And I think I'm on TikTok also, um, Flying Flamingo Jade, I think 12 it might be. So I want to say hi to my parents and my in-laws. Um, they're watching, I know. And hopefully the weather back in Wisconsin will clear up after tomorrow. Sounds like we're getting some bad snow and rain right now, freezing crap. So. Um, I will put a link into the, the chat if anybody wants to join in in a brief after show. Um, Liz has been kind enough to stick around for a little bit, and if you guys want to meet her off air, you're more than welcome to do so. Um, oh, I wanted to say one more thing. Yeah. Congratulations, kudos to Tony on his first flight. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Oh, Do we gotta go because we gotta take cover. We, oh, all right. Be safe, girl. I guess. Um, yes, um, we're gonna try to get Tony and his brother back up in the air again tomorrow um, morning, I believe, early morning. Um, we're gonna head back out to that same location, out kind of like in a desert, dry lake bed area. Jean Lake. Gene Lake flatbed, lake bed. Yeah, that's yeah. it. So if anybody wants to join in, it looks like we got a couple people. Um, Elizabeth, thank you again. And thank that was you. really awesome for you to um, do this with us. And please send a message to some of your flying friends, you know, that we'd love to hear their story too. And Great. share it. 
Okay. We'll do it. So just stick around and everybody fly safe. See you next week and give us a thumbs up and subscribe. Thank you.